expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 117 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,338 on turnover of 2.7 billion NT. The TIEX joined other regional markets and lost ground on Thursday after Wall Street tumbled overnight as a plunge in Credit Suisse shares reignited investor concerns about a possible bank crisis following the failure of two U.S. lenders. The cabinet has approved a draft bill that could see those who illegally export certain types of seedlings or their derivatives fined or jailed for up to three years. The move is part of government efforts to keep high-value indigenous plant and fruit species in Taiwan. The draft bill is a proposed amendment to the Plant Variety and Plant Seed Act. The bill was introduced after China suspended imports of Tainong 17 pineapples, claiming that it has already cultivated the same variety of pineapples. The draft amendment states that anyone who imports or exports seedlings, the derivatives thereof, or products made from such derivatives, will face a maximum prison term of three years and or a fine of up to three million NT. Under the existing rules, such violations result in a maximum fine of 1.5 million NT or no prison time. Deputy Agriculture Minister Chen Junji says the smuggling of valuable species out of Taiwan to China and other countries undermines the island's trade. The draft amendment will now go to the Legislative Yuan for review. In international news, Japan and South Korea are vowing to resume diplomatic visits amid warming ties between the two countries. It follows the first in-person summit between their leaders in more than a decade. Chris Gilbert reports. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida hosted South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol at his official residence for the summit and press conference. Japan's agreeing to end export restrictions to South Korea on industrial products needed to make microchips, and Seoul is dropping its complaint to the World Trade Organization over the matter. They've also vowed to resume shuttle diplomacy, which would see fast-tracked travel for high-level officials between the two countries aimed at increasing in-person security talks. Prime Minister Kishida says the pair will now maintain close communication and boost political, economic and cultural exchanges. The warming relations have been encouraged by the United States, which is looking to expand its network of allies in the region to counter the growing military and economic influence of China. Chris Gilbert in Tokyo. Rescue operations at a coal mine in central Colombia that collapsed earlier this week have ended, and officials say the accident has left 21 workers dead. The mine near the town of Sudatausa collapsed late Tuesday following an explosion that blocked several of its entrances. 
Rescue teams worked nonstop for more than 30 hours to find survivors and retrieve bodies. Provincial authorities say nine workers survived the accident, while the relatives of miners who were killed were receiving support. All of the workers who were at the mine at the time of the accident have been accounted for. And Montenegro's president has dissolved parliament and paved way for an early parliamentary election. President Milo Dukanovic issued a decree dissolving parliament on Thursday, three months after Montenegro's last government fell in a no-confidence vote. Dukanovic is expected to set a date for the early election today. He is running for re-election in Montenegro's presidential election on Sunday. Analysts predict the voting will not produce a clear winner, and that the pro-Western incumbent will face one of several challengers in a runoff two weeks later. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.